Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, which I'm excited to say we are now airing five days a week. Once a week, you can still hear an interview with a different consciousness change maker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness across Spaceship Earth. But now, also, in addition to the weekly interview, on the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics we deem worthy of discussion. All right, all you positive heads, welcome to another Friday edition of the Positive Head Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Beecham. I have my co-host, extraordinaire dalian the alien here with me hello dalian what's up what's up what's, uh, what's oh, going on that's your, that's your just, gangsta intro. yeah i just i just needed to get a little more like i don't know a street on you because that's what i was feeling you know like yeah, it's, it's well, friday you're, you're very street that's that's true oh, oh is that right wow thanks for the points the street cred points <laughs> I'll take oh, him. so what's going on with you today? I know that you probably couldn't sleep a wink because Star Wars came out, and uh, I'm surprised you didn't see it already. Uh, well, I did uh, make an attempt. Yeah. I considered it strongly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the end, uh, you know, I figured that I, in part, wanted to share the experience with you guys. People are probably don't don't realize how fortunate they are that there even is going to be a podcast today because. You know, Dalian does the editing after we record and puts everything out there and so forth. And yeah, with Star Wars being uh, out there, I mean, you guys, it says something that you actually are going to hear this today because uh, (laughs) Dalian is a Star Wars nerd. Well, I guess I'm not alone because it seems like Star Wars mania or fever. You and half the uh, world are Star Wars nerds. Yeah, sweeps the nation now. And yeah, it shows up everywhere on my Google browser uh, I don't know if you saw a video of uh, this uh, British newscaster, this weather girl who threw in a whole slew of Star Wars puns into her weather forecast. It was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's funny how far reaching their marketing efforts get. I was shocked this morning when I went I went to use the bathroom and like like a Yoda hologram popped out of my uh toilet. It was like, whoa, wow, they're really yeah. getting advanced. That is uh, <laughs> high tech for sure. Someone someone was very ahead of the curve on, on that one. <laughs> Okay, that's the only, that's the bad joke of the day, everyone. Moving right along. So, Brenny, how's it going in your world today? How are you? Uh, oh, oh, well, I'm doing wonderful. It is a, a lovely Friday day, Friday day day here day. in Southern California, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm blessed to to be here and uh, be doing this. Uh, as I always say, I have to pinch myself to have the opportunity to just go and and connect with the extension of the family tree that is on the same branch as us (laughs) and it's just awesome to see more and more people uh you know connecting and listening and things like that so it's just you know what can i say i'm i'm just truly appreciative for being here yeah no you're absolutely right when we started the show uh your uh pumped up you know like uh excited uh attitude of course is and the fact it's Friday and maybe the fact that the movie's out uh, were some of the reasons why, like, I threw my hands up, right? That's why I, you know, got a little, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, right. a little like that on you. But what you just said was very nice. And, you know, of course, once again, I'm inspired to or I'm reminded that, yeah, we are lucky and, and it is beautiful what we're doing all, all here together. So I am humbled. It makes me want to put my hands together now and be like, like this, oh. like, oh. 
Namaste. Thank you for, yeah, thank you for reminding me again, brother. Ah, yes, likewise. So, uh, what do you got in the way of a story? You got a mysterious story of the day. I hope it's space-related, at least, to go with your Star Wars, uh, ex- you know, enthusiasm. Well, I, um, it seems I read your mind and kept it space-related for, yeah, for... Getting spacey on us? Uh, yeah, keeping the theme going. Um, it is, uh, you could say, one more of our UFO, uh, you oh, know... we haven't done that stories. in a minute. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, it's an article from EWAO, Brenny, mm-hmm. regarding the. Uh, I had seen this footage. It's footage, footage from Discovery Shuttle. Okay, from a few years ago that shows um, several objects entering and leaving Earth's atmosphere, and it's pretty remarkable. You can see these objects that you know you could assume are perhaps satellites, right? Yeah, but they're moving in these, you know. Once again, erratic unpredictable trajectories. Yeah. Exactly, they're you know taking sharp turns, things like that. And um, the uh, footage is, I guess it's been around for a minute. Of course, it's pretty remarkable in and of itself, but it's been studied by a uh, pretty qualified individual. So so this gentleman, Dr. Mark uh, Carlotto, mm-hmm. made a thorough analysis of the footage. So after uh, you know taking a close look, he determined that indeed uh, some of these objects could not be, he rolled out several things, Brandon, that could have been your uh, sort of um, assumptions for, you know, or a man-made or, or a, you know, human cause for, for these objects, right? Right. Like, for example, perhaps um, ice particles that became dislodged if the uh, module fired its thrusters. So, so they're looking at the footage and they're like, well, we don't see movement, you know, laterally, so it didn't fire its thrusters. And then they, you know, just begin going down the list of possible, you know, begin rolling out possible causes. And uh, it turns out that it's, it, this is, Possibly, you know, actually craft. Of course, you know, we can't identify what they are. But um, the thing that's pretty remarkable is that this is um, one of the more sort of high profile examples of alien footage, right? Yeah. And the thing that I think is really ultimately really remarkable is the fact that, of course, the article also uh, quotes uh, Dr. Edgar Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And he uh, is has been a big advocate of, um, I suppose, uh, making public the fact Disclosure. that. Disclosure, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, making full disclosure of the fact that uh, we have had contact. He's one of the um, Apollo astronauts who walked on the moon. So as far as him being, um, you know, one of the original American spacemen, you could say like Neil Armstrong, he's, he's up there, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, Dr. Mitchell has been a public advocate for, um, you know, alien contact or for, you know, the fact that we are not alone in the universe. I think that's a reason why I mostly wanted to talk about this story um, as well, Brandy, because the yeah, the footage is interesting, and the fact that it's been examined by an expert who you know rolled out several possibilities—that's right. pretty compelling evidence, I'd say. But the fact that we have one of our um, you know astronauts from the original space program talking about the fact that yes, it's 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 all true, and he's not alone. He's by far not the only you know right. high-profile, credible source right, right. from there that that's saying this, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's time that we really started, and and you can see it in the culture. We are beginning to come around to the idea that we're not alone in the in the universe. Yeah, there's so many accounts out there. I mean, you have thousands and thousands of even highly credible witnesses, as we've talked about a little bit before. So it's uh, it's just the, the evidence keeps stacking up, but there's been no public admission as of yet. And uh, once it happens, I I believe that will be quite. Uh, I think people will be able to deal with it, you know. I don't think it's 
I mean, of course we're not alone in the universe. <laughs> it's, they just, I just saw where they found a new Earth-like planet. You know, it's, it's, they're everywhere. We're common. It's like not even anything unique in, in, in the universe, really. So mm-hmm. that's what we're coming to realize. So it's just, you know, life is. And uh, I don't know. It's, it should be interesting as, as we continue to expand and see where this, this story goes, you know. We'll, yeah. we'll certainly keep following it. Definitely. It would be interesting to see some sort of major shift uh, in our lifetime. Of course, perhaps an event is what you know, I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, people like you and me and uh, your brother, Ryan, who is definitely a big uh, geek for yes. anything related yes, with... Uh, just a geek you know, in general, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, especially UFO uh, phenomena. Just like you know, movies show you, it would be awesome to, I suppose, to see something someday, perhaps a craft somewhere. But in the end, we really don't need it because I feel like our our species has made contact. We are making contact every day and we're finding out that uh, ultimately what matters is not so much whether we're alone or not. Uh, and even I'd say beyond the nature of these alien beings, they are very sort of intent in making us making it clear that there are brothers and sisters from yeah. just from another you know galaxy right. brother from another mother. Right. You know brother from another galaxy they're like we're all the same it yeah. doesn't matter exactly all right everyone i'd now like to welcome to the show my good friend ponzi to read the positive pondering breakdown of the day hello hello ponzi. hello How are you man stupendous welcome stupendous mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. i like yeah. that one i like that you know me and me and dalian have this uh ongoing greeting battle mm. So I, I challenge him to come up with a, a good greeting or, you know, a lot of times it's saying hello in a different mm. language. But uh, I think we can expand into some of these more interesting, um, you know, answers such as stupendous. I'm so happy to. Uh, you're officially in the game. Congratulations. I'm ha- happy to uh, <laughs> add some Ponzi paprika to the dish. Spice Ooh, it up. <laughs> Ponzi paprika on the Positive Head podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times really, really fast. <laughs> Oh, man. So what do you got for us today? Uh, I got some words and stuff. Um, words and stuff yeah. and things. All right. Hit me. Uh, in the form of quotes, poetry, and interpretations. So if I may, I shall begin with the quote, which is by Thomas Merton, the Catholic mystic. And it is, in order to be remembered or even wanted, I have to be a person that nobody knows. And I wrote a little poem about this, as I do. It goes, where are you on the journey of glory? Do you seek to etch your name in stone, incite the world to burn beneath your glow? Can you exist without foreign lips uttering each syllable of your surname? Can you not pray in quiet oblivion where the nameless go to be forever known in the warm womb of the unknown? And my sort of one sentence interpretation If no one ever knew your name, could you still be happy? If your work remained anonymous, would you still do it? In my opinion, you must walk on your own journey of self-actualization for yourself and only you, aware that no one may ever know your deeds or that you yourself even exist. I will begin with another quote by Pico Iyer describing a Buddhist monk he studied for decades. He says, Where some of us try to make a name for ourselves, he begins by discarding his very name. And where some of us try to follow the news, he roots himself in the old, through which he can make sense of everything new that happens. I've written before that when I am uncertain about an important decision, 
But when I suspect I might be doing something for less than authentic reasons, I now ask myself, if I could never tell a single soul about this, would I still do it? That question illuminates a lot. Well, why did I even begin to ask this question at all? Because I had a period of my life where the work I was doing, and my very face actually, suddenly had a wide audience and I felt important. And then just as quickly, it all went away. I then came to a point in my life where I believed that despite my frequent phases of lonerism, if the masses weren't hearing what I was doing, it wasn't worth it. So when I was doing things that nobody heard, I felt worthless. Simultaneously, I became disgusted and disillusioned by all the things that were gaining so much fame and wanted nothing to do with them. I felt a desperate yearning to deeply connect with my purpose and myself, regardless of the audience size, but I was stuck in this American main brain of me times fame equals self-worth. The irony is that those whom I have learned to admire so much, both living and dead, artistic or activists, whose truly heartfelt and soulful marks were left lovingly on the hides of humanity, didn't care much for personal glory. There were people who loved and worked without expecting recognition, who were satisfied simply in the act itself. Most of these silent heroes we've never heard of and never will, but no doubt they're there. If some of them became known or even famous, it is only because their spirit was so magnetic that it couldn't be quietly contained despite their best efforts. That level of magnetism can only emanate from the truly humble and those truly dedicated to the pursuit of truth and self-actualization regardless of an audience. I myself haven't found my own happiness in nameless oblivion or anonymous labor yet. I'm much farther from where I was, but I have much farther to go. My work does feel more meaningful, my purpose more defined, and the importance of my name attached to it lessened, but not dissolved. I want people to know that I was there still, if even in the shadows. And when I ask myself honestly, if only I loved me and found me full of worth, would it be enough? The answer, not yet. But hopefully someday. There's nothing more I can write or say beyond giving you this quote and perhaps asking, if no one knew your name, could you still be happy? If your work remained anonymous, would you still do it? That answer might illuminate quite a lot. The end. That's so awesome. And so just, I get chills. It's, Ponzi, it's just, it's this never-ending web of synchronicity that we're all collectively weaving together. Um, You know, uh, giving literally an hour ago my son a ride to school, and uh, started uh, actually talking to him a little bit about uh, a note from the universe that I received uh, that got me thinking. And uh, I will just read it real quick. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I've talked about it before. It's tut.com. Uh, and it's it's a great, great site where they'll send you just random notes from the universe that you know, in my case, they've many times been so well-timed in regards to what I'm doing with my life. And Today, my note from the universe was, sometimes it's easy to forget, Brandon, that everyone's just on their way home, that you're all truly the best of friends, and that this whole crazy thing kind of started as a dare to see who might love the deepest, no matter how lost the others became. Gosh, how you're missed, sign the universe. And of course, I instantly started thinking of things I've been talking about on the show and having some you know personal issues with uh, people in my life and so forth. And it really uh, struck a chord and it's something that's just been this recurring theme in my life um, that, 
you know, it, it, remembering those that maybe are doing you wrong or somehow betraying you or not being the friend you thought they were, they're actually just playing a role and they actually really do love you and they're just lost. And so I started talking about that with Bradley and then I, I mentioned, and then they always under these notes have a PS kind of thing. And this one says, everyone here, Brandon, everyone knows your name. And I said, you know, Bradley, it's funny because those two things don't really go together so much. Like that PS is kind of more talking about what you're talking about. And so as I was driving, I was thinking about, you know, actually a podcast we did a couple weeks ago, uh, talking about Taoism and, and obscurity and things like that. And you came up in my head, knowing this is like an issue in your life and being connected to you and also being able to relate to the same story in my own life with, you know, making music many years in the past and needing to make it somewhere and get recognition and all those things. And I've been through this whole things, you know, and, and so it was just so wild because I had this long conversation about obscurity and I first talked about, you know, kind of loving people no matter what then we went on our conversation to talk about this ps where everyone knows your name and i was like that you know you really become known when you don't need to become known and or maybe you become known even if you don't you want to get to a place where you Mm -hmm. don't so we had this long conversation you and i then i get home i get set up to start recording and we get connected here uh and what is your whole thing about this exact same topic so it's just literally every day now it is uh such a synchronicity and i can only imagine that the listeners out there there are many listeners who are very connected on the same string Mm. today this kind of thing is coming into their own head and heart and it's uh it's just so beautiful to see it just unfold organically in the synchronicity of it all. And, you know, going back to the uh, podcast on Taoism that we did a few weeks ago, uh, we, we took a, a, some a verse from there and it said, should you want to contain something, you must first let it expand. Should you want to weaken something, you must first let it grow strong. Should you want to take something, you must first allow it to be given. The lesson here is called the wisdom of obscurity. The gentle outlasts the strong. The obscure outlasts the obvious. The soft overcomes the hard. The slow overcomes the fast. Let your work workings remain a mystery. Just allow people to see the results. And uh, so, you know, if I could never, you said, if I could never tell a single soul about this, would I still do it? And I, I, I do believe, Ponzi, and I, I love your honesty saying, you know, I'm not quite there yet. But I think the more you explore this path and this road, the more you're going to realize it's always for yourself, first and foremost. And those that resonate, you know, your vibe will attract your tribe. And when you're really in tune with why, your, your intention behind doing it, it will attract those that are meant to appreciate it, whether that's you and your mom or whether that's you and, uh, you know, a hundred million people, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right. you know? And, uh, of course getting there is, is a journey in itself, but, uh, I, I so appreciate your honesty in, you know, kind of, uh, bearing your heart here. And it's, uh, it's, I think that is such a, a huge step towards getting recognition, uh, that I, I personally believe you deserve. And that's why you're on the show. And, uh, you know, so you, at least me and your mom, at least are supporting you very, very <laughs> hey, much. Those so are two important people. That's all I need these days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining uh, on the show today, and we will look forward to connecting next week. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. You too, buddy. Well, now what I'd like to do is take a question from a listener. I always encourage 
beg, plead for questions because I love interacting with you guys, uh, our extended family out there, our extended family tree. And uh, this one comes from Maria. Maria says, hey, I was wondering if there was any way that you could do a podcast or an article about how to handle the drive that one feels after reaching states of bliss or positivity. How do I manage to hold on to that feeling while not being let down by the people who aren't there yet or feeling responsibility with creating enlightenment for everyone? I know that I should lead by example, but the amount of people that do things out of fear or negativity that I'm aware of now is heartbreaking. Great question, and that's, uh, I think, a very common uh, sort of issue that people bump up against as you start coming online, as I like to put it. As you start becoming aware, your, your awareness steps up a notch. You graduate to a new level of understanding of who you are and your place in the universe. It, it's, you're still, it's kind of like you have your sea legs. You're still a little wobbly. It, it, you're much easier to fall. You're much easier to be drawn into negativity. You're much easier to re- react uh, all these things I know for myself, I've been on this path for, you know, well, going on two decades now. And it was, I mean, the first 10 years, it's like, I could talk about this stuff all the time and you could come at me negatively. And all of a sudden I have well, all of that's out the window and I am gloves are off and aggressively like coming at you. Uh, well, not physically, but you verbally <laughs> and I'm slowly getting it. I'm definitely getting better, way better at reacting and seeing the bigger picture. So what, the most important thing, Maria, is to understand that you don't, your job is not to fix anyone. None of our jobs is to fix anyone. Your job is to fix yourself and to grow. And, you know, there's no competition with anyone else. There's no right. There is no such thing as right or wrong. And that, that's really what you got to allow to sink in. Everyone is exactly where they're meant to be and where they need to be on their own unique journey back to source. So the fact that you have seen more and understand more than maybe your neighbor or a person you're working with or whoever it may be, or friend or family member, that's perfectly fine. That's exactly as it should be. The best thing that you can do is just to lead by example. Just be your highest and best self. And if they're coming at you to try and engage you to bring you into uh, fear or negativity, you're primary goal is to not allow that to happen, not to be sucked into that. So I think the most important thing is, is you've got to, you've got to work now on your perspective. Uh, you, you found moments of bliss or positivity and, and that's really how this thing works. Everything is vibration, frequency vibration. So you're ascending in those moments, your, your vibration is very heightened. And so you're feeling like high, right? And then what happens is, is you come back down <laughs> and that's part of the dance though. You're going to you know, this is like, you know, picture uh, a sound wave or something going up and down. That's exactly what's happening. And your job is to continually push, push it up, push it up and to maintain there. But when you're not there, that's okay too. That's a, that's a part of it. So you're going to slip in and out of different levels of awareness yourself. Um, so don't, you say, how do I manage to hold on to that feeling? Don't try and hold on to that feeling. You don't need to hold on to anything. Let it let it be what it is. By releasing a need to hold on to something, that's how you hold on to it. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's your your need to hold on to something pushes it away. So 
you don't need to, being let down by people who aren't there yet. That's just your judgment of the path that they're on. And their path is as valid as your path where you're at now or where I'm at or where anyone else is at. Everyone's path is valid. You can't know that which you are unless you know that which you are not. If they're still enveloped in that which they are not, that's just a part of source that is necessary too, that they're still playing out. It's like they still want to uh, eat from that buffet and that's fine because it's necessary for the story to make sense. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> that was a great answer, Brandon. That was uh, very, very well said. I would say that, uh, yeah, uh, there's nothing that I could add except other perspectives really to what you said because you gave a pretty um, pretty uh, concise, incisive and uh, thorough answer. But um, Thank you. Uh, I think that um, one thing that helps is the fact that part of, you know, just getting through everyday life while being someone who aspires to be a positive person and someone who is, you know, open-minded, learning about the mysteries of the universe, so to mm-hmm. speak, all that, is that, you know, part of it is a daily conscious effort, as you always say, to be awake, to be aware. There are many temptations and forces that just pull you under, basically, want to make you asleep again, right? Want to make you react, um, you know, pa- patterns, habits, etc., that just pull us down into unconsciousness again. But I think that um, what you have is initially a sense of enthusiasm or optimism and hope that you, of course, will maintain your high, so to speak, that you will influence others positively. And of course, the reality is that, you know, life has its ups and downs. So you won't be able to maintain that high point always. Right. right. So as you said, there's no need to um, have to hold on to anything when you can just write out the, the highs and lows. And the more you are aware of that, I think that one of the ways in which that helps is that it makes the uh, the highs and lows less pronounced. Yeah, it's a very Buddhist thing to say, like you know, cultivate detachment so that your your peaks and valleys aren't as strong. Right, and of course, you know, part part of what happens there is that you take some of the, I suppose, the luster from your victories or so and, and such. But the thing is, you come to realize that you don't need to win all the time to be happy. Just like you don't need to. Just like when you don't get your way, you're not, you know, always upset. And and so that's one dimension of that. But I think that ultimately you can use hope to um, get you through uh, the ups and downs of life when you can't see the perfection of everything around you. But if you understand that everything is perfect, then you can be open-minded to the perfection and even uh, ask to see signs of it. If you really want to understand you, you, you will never be, be able to understand the whole uh, vast, um, interconnected, complex web of life, really. Of yeah. course, you know, it's all way too much to understand all at once. But human beings, we can comprehend just enough of our own lives and what's immediately around us that if, if we have just enough information and it all makes sense to us, then that's where like things like synchronicities come in. So you will, if, if, if you are open to it, you will receive, you know, your own personal guidance and your own personal flashes of insight and knowledge and indications that everything is playing out perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes me think of the uh, note from the universe we just read uh, when I was uh, discussing with Ponzi. I'll, I'll read it again. Sometimes it's easy to forget that everyone's just on their way home, that you're all truly the best of friends. And then this whole crazy thing kind of started as a dare to see who might love the deepest, no matter how lost the others became. So your story, your question, of course, is perfect for today. As everything, every day this works uh, like this. 
you said, you know, it's heartbreaking. Well, it's only heartbreaking when you don't realize that's what's happening. And when you don't have the perspective of what's truly going on, and when you can expand your perspective of what's going on, it becomes less heartbreaking and more beautiful. It becomes like, wow, I can't wait to witness their unfolding. I can't wait to see them step up and and expand their, their knowledge. And all my job is to do is to love them unconditionally as they progress and as they're still lost deeper in the illusion than in, and you can probably remember back to a time when you were lost deeper in the illusion and you'll look back on where you're at now and say, wow, I was way lost in the illusion compared to how much my awareness has expanded in the future. It, this is the way it goes. There is the journey is the goal. So there is no final destination because whenever you graduate to a next level, you'll find there's an infinite expanse that opens up before you. God is or source or love or your higher self or whatever you want to call it. It is infinite in, in, in either direction. So it never stops having more room to expand. So you'll never get there. I'll never get there. Uh, you're in eternity now. You haven't gotten there as of this moment. So just allow everyone to be where they're at. And I think that's the 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 answer to your question and you'll learn to just relax into uh, letting life be as it is and in focusing primarily on your own vibration and any interaction, especially when someone's challenging you, they're coming as a, as a uh, wonderful opportunity in disguise. You know, uh, I saw a quote recently that we uh, just an hour or so ago that I'd never seen before by Ram Das, And it said, treat everyone as if they're God in drag. <laughs> so that's what I would recommend you to do because that's really what's happening. Mm-hmm. That was a good quote. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Well, everyone, that's getting down to it for today's episode. We hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Uh, well, for those of you listening today, some of you might listen to this on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. When, in that case, I hope your future weekend will be good. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with an appropriate track. Yesterday, we played um, G. Kinney, G-K-E-N-E. Uh, you can find uh, on SoundCloud uh, with searching that same name. Uh, we're going to play another track because I'm really liking what I'm hearing. I just was introduced to this, and this one appropriately is called Learning Experiences. Otherwise, if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise, as you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.
more than diamonds. All the diamonds in the world, you are so precious. Every single one of your hearts, you can do something. Not just something that you can do, but you can live life. You see, it's an unconditional love. You don't have to do anything for me to love you. I just love you. Why? I don't know, because I just love you. Why? It's love. It's unconditional love. Is that not a purpose worth living for? And that's why I believe in you, because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. 